Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. For another Harry Potter fantastic episode, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Boris, you I, love it? I, no, no, I did not. You didn't like this. You didn't like the story at all. There's things I again, I, same thing I've been saying. Things I like about the books. I, I not decisions I would make on some of these books. Uh huh. And, and there's things that I feel just are inconsistent from book to book. Right after Harry. Finds out that Sirius is his godfather, and the Dursleys like kind of back off Harry's shit for a bit, for a little bit, for you know, in book four because he's because Sirius is like I'll fucking kill you if you mess with my godson. So they back off his shit in book four mm-hmm. so much that they don't even pop up in the fucking movie. They're like afraid of him for like a book because they're giving him shit again in book five. I don't think they're giving him shit in book five. I think they're just just reacting to him. They're, book five like, starts off with like Harry listening to the news. Outside the window. Which, uh, in the movie, it's really funny because <laughs> this is what they do. They're all, it's like 30 degrees Celsius. And then the way they do it for America to, like, figure it out, there's a little, that's 90 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, the Dudley. Dudley. Yeah. Dudley. J.K. Rowling loves to fat shame him. A little bit, huh? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. A little bit. Now, I have a quick question. So, they, they're walking through that alley, which, thinking like an alley... Like an open air alley. When you watch it in the movie, it's like an underground it's like, it's like an underground tunnel. Yeah. If it was an underground tunnel, like nobody would have seen him do his shit. Yeah. I Except think... for Dudley, and then I mean, clearly he's already done magic in front of Dudley once. Who gives a shit? I think this is where the book does a better way of doing it because, like, like everything. Yeah, book... yeah. Because, like, yeah. Because the thing is, like, Dudley feels the Dementor coming in before. Yeah, no, 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 they they all do because they see it gets all dark. Yeah. But, like, so, so they, the mentors come and they attack, and they expect a Patronus and gets them the fuck away. Yeah. And then Miss Fig comes in. Now, was Miss Fig, when they, when they talk about the Dursleys going on vacation and then leaving Harry behind, was Miss Fig the neighbor that they left him with? Oh. Because they mentioned it in one of the other books. They're like, oh, when he goes on vacation, when they go on vacation, uh, yeah, they leave him. Yeah, her, because she's But is that, is that the neighbor that they leave him with? They don't like Miss Fig because she's weird. And they, yeah, I believe that's the name of the So that with. makes... Okay, that yeah. makes sense. It's like, she's like, yeah, I'll watch them. I was like, Harry bugged the shit out of me at the beginning of this book. Why? Because they're like, oh, well, we're going to keep him in the dark. And they keep him in the dark. And then, you know, they're telling him, just hang out. Just hang out and wait. He was just being stupid about being in the dark. They're all like, well, you're not in the wizarding world, so we can't really talk to you too much, and we can't do too much communication with you because you aren't in our world. He's 15. And, then, he's, and, he's and, a... no, and I get that, too. He's 15, and it's like his shit. But he's just being... I got annoyed with the whole, well, we're going to talk about what we're going to do, but we're going to argue about the exposition before we give out the exposition. What do you, what do you mean? Well, 
this is what we're going to do, but then we're going to talk about it for two seconds before we actually tell you what's going to happen. And like, uh, it's okay. not, it, it was more annoying than suspense building for me. What did you think of the the trial? Can I see where it's going? Do you like how the ministry tried to like get him expelled for not showing up to like? The yeah, trial yeah, thing? I mean, yeah, they're trying to do that. Like, oh, and, I, and again, the book this kind of skirt tells all that, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> a couple of things that made me laugh as they're going through. Now, if creature is not the heroin equivalent heroin addict like equivalent of the Wizarding World, I don't know what is because in the book he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, because he's all drugged out. Yeah, something he's all drugged out. Just, fuck. oh man, just a racist like, <laughs> just a racist <laughs> that racist drug addict that like is, is like yeah that like knows you're into baseball cards and it's like oh you want baseball cards? <laughs> Two hours later, when you ask him for the baseball cards, he's just annoyed because you're allowed at the pool. <laughs> what did you think of Dolores Umbridge's first appearance in the council meeting? Because, again, the internet ruins things for me. Oh, how was this ruined? Oh, I knew that she was like an asshole. If there is a C-word equivalent in the Wizarding World, uh -huh. she would be it. I remember reading this and just, with every page, I just fucking hated it. Yeah, her. yeah. Just, she was just, but everything she could do to irritate me, it was just in those pages. Which is good for J.K. Rowling for writing it down. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna say that's a good villain. Like, yeah. that's a great written villain. Just a prissy bitch. But, yeah, but they look, like, that's a, yeah, prissy bitch, just, just a fucking asshole. Yeah, her little, <clears throat> or, uh, and yeah. I don't think they, they captured that good in the movie at all. Like, they, I think that she does it once. And, like, in the book, for the first half of the book, like, they do it. Like, Oh, they didn't keep it up. I remember reading it. Like, I didn't pay attention to that. Like, maybe she just got tired of just writing. Because, mm -hmm. like, that's what she wrote. Like, Is that what she wrote in those? Yeah. Because I don't see the text. I see... I'm listening oh, because you're it. doing the audio. Harry is not expelled. Welcome back to school. I like how Sirius Black is like, Oh, let's go to this room. Can't you tell my parents we're racist? <laughs> Since the purebloods are like the fucking backwoods inbred rednecks they of the Wizarding World. Let me just drop a little, like truth bombs on you with the whole wizarding world now. Voldemort oh. obviously was in power and he murdered a shit tons of like wizards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It got to the point where like he was wiping everybody out. Mm -hmm. The school itself is a large campus. Yet all the students that are in Harry's year is a very small group. Oh, okay, because they were all murdered out. out. So this is the first official like so this would be like kids so this would be post in, in theory this would be like the first group of kids going through school like after nine eleven yeah of. kind of yeah a lot of families are dead yeah this is why when like they say they don't like hearing his name because Voldemort killed, killed everybody and so you like that's why everybody reacts the way they do with oh, his I'll name there. But, like, you know, so that's what this is. Like, you have to imagine, too, that everyone in this school is just the survivors of Voldemort's reign. So that's why, like, everything's kind of tight. Everyone, everyone's kind of, like, there. Mm -hmm. Going off of your theory, so it was on a website called, like, Paris Review or some bullshit. But okay, first saying, off, Paris yeah. Review is, like, a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> is it a so, thing? It's, like, a thing. What is it? It's, like, a legit, like... Literally, literary bullshit magazine. Thing? No, not a bullshit thing. Like a legit literary magazine. But go on. Okay, okay. So, uh, Paris I, uh, Review, all right, 
um, mentioned, because I was trying to look up stuff about your theory, about, like, you know, see if there's any other ones that I saw. The first thing I saw was that there is a hidden love story between characters that we know in this story where Sirius Black and Lupin were lovers. That's why they're very like, affectionate with them, like, meeting each other at the Shrieking Shack when they first knew they were there. Also... It explains why Sirius Black's anime guy form is a dog. Because Lupin was a werewolf. And so he chose to become a dog so he could run wild with him when he ever transformed. But that would be stupid because if he turns, in, if he turns into a dog, a werewolf is just going to fucking kill whatever. Werewolves kill humans. Yes. I think that's one of her like rules. Because like, I'm going off werewolf like American Werewolf in London Werewolf where that thing was just like, I'm going to fucking kill. Oh, are you walking? I'm going to rip your shit up. That's why Lupin's kind of like his own thing. That's why he's all like shaggy when you see him because like he's still heartbroken over like Sirius Black. And that's why like when Sirius Black, spoilers for this, but he dies at the end of this. He's the one who's, aside from Harry, that's greatly affected by his law. I kind of like where they were going with it. Some of it's a little uh, but it makes sense how Lupin is. His life has not been good since he was a kid because he constantly talks about his greatest memories. When, yeah, but that was when like they were all best, together. That'd be like you hanging out with your best friend all the time, and then him fucking going to jail. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, yeah, he, I, th- I thought it was like, interesting because that was like a very just. A I feel that one line. Grasp, that one's grasping for straws a little bit for me. I don't think it's completely wrong, but I I, I buy the Dumbledore one more than I buy the Lupin one. So one of the things I figured out is, in this book, clearly, the Defense Against the Dark Arts class in this is supposed to be sex ed. Are you going to say the Engorgio spell? No, not the Engorgio <laughs> spell. They always have like that whole thing where it's like, oh, well, you'll just read about it. And oh, no, practice. you're not going to practice, yeah. you're just going to read about it. You're not going to practice safe sex, you're going to read about it. Where you're not going to practice the Defense Against the Dark Arts, you're just going to read about it. Uh, if that's where you're going at, but you have to remember too that like Professor Umbridge is going that route because they're 100% going against whatever Dumbledore is saying. I, I still feel that's that's what it is. Okay. So here, here's I'm gonna kind of tie it into my thing. Okay, okay. Go ahead. So there's this whole scene where Ron and Hermione try to get Harry to teach Defense Against the Dark Arts. So because Harry's had experience, Harry gives this whole speech about about being able to protect himself because he knows what to do in these situations and then watching his friends die who don't. Close to your grim thing, Voldemort is a metaphor for AIDS. This is where I'm thinking it's coming. Voldemort is a metaphor for AIDS. That's what I think. Not the That's grim. That's interesting. Okay. Because Defense Against the Dark Heart is sex ed. Oh, uh, because he's teaching he's, the kids he's how teaching, to be, he knows, how to he's, sex. Yes. Otherwise you're going to die. You can get a disease and die. And Voldemort, like I said, I don't think every element means one solid thing. I think some things fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel that this supports my wizarding world as a metaphor for being gay. AIDS killed a bunch of people. Voldemort killed a bunch of people. When did Voldemort kill a lot of people? What years was that? Oh my God, that was the 80s. When did AIDS kill a lot of people? <gasps> the 80s. <laughs> oh, okay. The more you're talking about this, the more it's making sense. But you know, I tried reading this book with your theory in my head, and the, like I, 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 I kind of like the thing is, I could see moments I, where you could take it and make it that. But the gay references are just all there. But so the, J.K. Rowling, like, go ahead. I, I should see that. Maybe if like, does she have a lot of gay friends, or is she I, like, part of the? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised either because she made but, a, a very point that Dumbledore is gay. I don't think she highlights it as much because they're just people. Yeah. 
And that's that's what she's trying to get across. Yeah. They have a different way of doing things. They have that was different her beliefs. Exact words with like Dumbledore is that way because he's just a person. Exactly. Like, and that's and that's why I feel it's not like everybody's walking around like, Oh, I'm magical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just like they just have things that they do. They don't walk around and go, Oh, I'm magical. I can do these things. They have different beliefs and different ways that they live their life. Voldemort and Harry are tied together. No, I know. The emotions that are coming across why Harry's being such a dick. Is because Voldemort's back, his emotions are coming through, and they're bleeding into Harry. Voldemort's being alive is just pouring into Harry. Yeah, every time Dumbledore is near Harry, it's the only thing that he just wants to snap at him and just yell at him and just... Um, and then can I tell you what killed that whole scene for me? Like I said, saving I, like saving your friends, and yeah. like that's where, where I keep up with the, the AIDS thing. Right. Uh, and then he throws a bowl, and he fixes it by going, Reparo! Well, first off, it's still a children's book, and yes, I, uh, the stupid, <laughs> the simple spells kind of bug me but too. Place that somewhere else. You didn't need to have that. Like, I feel like because that's like the end of the chapter, right there. Yeah, that, you didn't really like, need that. Yeah, scene. like, and I feel like it lessened that scene. Like it that's an impactful been... scene. It was an impactful monologue. It was a great monologue to have. Do you think by having that reparo at the end of it, which does kind of cut away from that? Do you think it's because this book itself is a really dark book? It's I feel really like it's dark heavy. and heavy just to be dark and heavy. Oh, well, no. Cause, well, the, there's something that J.K. Rowling's fucked up on at the end of the last book and this book. On fourth and... Four, four and five. five. Okay, go for it. So, at the end of Goblet of Fire, he obviously, like, you know, he sees Cedric. He's, he's dead. Everything's kind of like whatever. And Dumbledore puts him into the carriage and carries him to, to get help. If that's the case, he just saw Cedric... Die, so he would he would be able to see the Thestrials carrying the cage. Oh, at the end of the movie, at the end of the, at the, end of the book or the movie okay. too, but he doesn't. And then J.K. Rowling's like quip on like why that is is because it was so fresh. It was not, not that it was fresh, but he's still in shock and he doesn't have time to comprehend the severity, whatever. Yeah, it's a bullshit like excuse. But J.K. Rowling said that she saved the Thestrials for this book to give it. A more darker tone for the story, but that they aren't that dark. They're just fucking skeleton horses. That the fact that you only see them because Someone's you've only witnessed died. death, so that's how you find so, out Neville. Neville could see them from day one because, like, he like what happened. That, I thought it was Luna could see him. I Luna mean, Neville Neville could see him. Luna could but see his him. His parents aren't dead. Neville Neville's parents are on the Saint Mongo's. No, but who did he, Neville could see them? No. Yes, he can. No. One hundred percent. No. Oh, because he witnessed the death of his grandfather. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, I was like, his parents didn't fucking die. No, there's still St. Mongo's. They don't talk about it in the movie. I think they briefly touch on it in the book. Okay, so what did you think of everybody's evaluations at the school? The, I liked how they do it in the book. I didn't like how they just kind of... Like, montaged it for the movie. Right. I, they did that whole, like, scene where, like, all the rules were up Yeah, the and wall. there was, like, 40-something, and I'm like... Now that you're just using extra numbers for comedic effect. Yeah. There's only like 28 in the whole book. Yeah. And like you get to one point where it was like Weasley items are banned. It was like 42. Yeah. And then the Weasleys just leave. Like they don't give them a fucking reason. They're just like, oh, we're going to fucking leave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. They, no, they, have, they leave. They know that they leave in the movie. But in the thing, they set off all the fireworks and whatever. And they yeah, just take off. But well, they, they, they just but leave. They just do it. They're like, oh, we're going to do this and leave. Yeah. We're like, out of here. It. Like we don't care. Yeah. Like they, like like they had the, their own like, story and like we don't know what happened to it. 
But yeah, yeah, like like they, they talk about it in the book, and it, it's justified in the book. They're yeah. all just like, yeah, we're going to do this. Dude, but good on the Weasleys for coming up and experimenting on the students, trying to like perfect their, like, yeah. their stuff. I feel like the Giants are like the dirty bikers of the Wizarding World. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, like the way they describe them in the, the way they're constantly and fighting, they're, all, they're, and they're like cheating on each other. Yeah, and then they're like, "I'm gonna stab the leader, so I'm the leader now." <laughs> and it's like both sides are asking the dirty bikers for help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think so, of Hagrid's little brother? I liked him in the, the they don't in the book. He's really not there. there. They mention him, but he's just yeah kind of there. They, he's, he's he says, looks like, weird in the movie. Yeah, he looks like a grown teenager. When I'm listening to the book, and Umbridge is in Hagrid's cabin. Uh-huh. And she's asking all those questions. I'm just like, bitch, why are you asking all these questions? Oh, uh, yeah. She's just looking for any excuse. <laughs> One thing that I left at. So Arthur's in the hospital. Yeah. And Mrs. Weasley's like, you better not be using, you know, muggle things. Oh, the and stitches? The stitches, right? <laughs> but at one point, someone goes, you don't know what stitches are? <laughs> and the other thing I can think of was, was, it sounds like something bitches get. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Harry's dreams? The fact that like now you got him seen through Nagini's like eyes, and then mm-hmm. him attack Arthur, Arthur yeah. and like he sees it and he feels guilty because he's the one who did it. Well, he thinks he's the one who did it. We've determined that they kind of write these noiri. So this one, the reason why I feel that it's still noiri is that Harry's in every scene. That's kind of like a trope with those books, right? Your detective, your main character is in every scene of yeah. the of the fucking story. So that's why they would use the invisibility cloak. If they needed to do exposition without Harry being around, just go in the invisibility cloak, hide in the corner, go yeah. under cloak, and then they would do their scene. And that's why Harry would, that's how you keep it noir. You keep... I feel like this is, and they didn't use the invisibility cloak in this movie, I don't, in this book, I don't think. If they did, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't do it as long as they had another. They, they maybe mentioned it, but I don't think they used it. What did you think of this scene where Harry gets detention? Well, that was very much like, what's up with all this abuse? This is like hardcore abuse. Right? And the thing is that she keeps pushing it, too. But she uses the truth serum on the kids, and then, like, she's pissed off at a saint for not having enough. And it's like she's did... losing her shit. But the, no, she, no, 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 at the beginning, of, that's like losing her shit. I mean, she's lost her shit already before you get there. But she's like, that's hardcore abuse. Oh, that's yeah. That's just like fucking, and it's like... Well, I'm not going to say anything. Well, how about Dumbledore's, like, eviction from the school? Like, when they find out, oh, you're running Dumbledore's army? Yeah, I did it. I did that. That was me. That was all me. This is going to be the first meeting. No one broke a rule. Blah, 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 blah. And then that fudge is just like, well... And then, like, he's like, okay, we're going to arrest you. No, you're not. Dumbledore's like, well, (laughs) that's a cute idea, but it didn't happen. And then, just like a theatrical queen he gets his phoenix and then just claps himself <laughs> out of existence and he's gone and then like fucking Cornelius Fudge he goes like oh that Dumbledore but damn he has style <laughs> 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 oh damn it was so good knowing oh. that he's gay makes that so much more funnier every time I read it because it's such a like over the top like scene but in the movie amazing part too because like he's like he's standing there Fox comes flying up, and it's yeah. just this... The wings are spread, he claps on the... So here's a few things I, I, I noticed also. For a movie that had a lot of papers that popped up, they sure cut out that whole subplot with the whole... Let's do the story of Harry Potter, tell on everything that he saw, with Rita Skeeter. Oh, like, right. You could totally use it, too, because, like... Uh, thank you what's for- her name? Luna brings up the Quibbler in the... F- so, Luna uh, supposedly has or is a maledictus do you know what a maledictus is no 
Maledictus. This is what I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, Maledictus is a somebody with a blood curse because Luna Lovegood is supposed to be. You know how like you've seen um, the Crimes of Grindelwald, right? Yeah, so kind of the same thing that he has. Uh, Nagini is a Maledictus. Oh, where she can turn into a snake and stay that way. And stay that way, and there'll be a time where she won't be able to switch back. Supposedly, the theory is that Luna herself is going to be a wolf. J.K. Rowling has backstories on everybody on Pottermore, so you can go back and read yeah. everything. Luna can see the Thestrials because her, her she saw died. her mom died. Because her mom ended up doing a spell... Yeah. Inferno Luna that like called, oh, okay. that killed her. They don't know what the spell is, but the thing is like the mom's name is Pandora. They're assuming because a maledictus is a blood curse passed on through the mothers. She had a blood curse that she ended she up passing to on to Luna, and then that supposedly she was trying to get rid of it. She ended up passing away. Luna still has that blood curse in her, so the reason she's so pale is because like she keeps changing into like a wolf at night, and then her she has a son. One is a Lycan, and the other kid is whatever, and like, but like everything revolving her and like her kids are all referenced to like wolves and werewolves and stuff like that. She ends up marrying one of Newt Scamander's grandsons, and then so they're assuming like, what better way to for her for her to figure out how to defeat this thing disease than Newt new Scamander. Scamander? Because Newt Scamander. Obviously, knew Nagini, who had a maledictus as well, so maybe this is how she overcame that disease later okay. on. But that's like a little side subplot that I read again today about it. Okay. Okay, so they fired Trelawney. Oh, man, that, that was such a rough scene, yeah. But they get McGonagall trying to comfort her too. Yeah. And Dumbledore telling us like, you know, you could fire whoever you want, but But like, I'm in charge of like who the fuck stays. Yeah. Oh damn. Oh well here, here's something. She got so pissed, dude. So I have, a, I have a question to ask you though. Yeah. So they replace her with the centaur. Yes. And the class is no longer upstairs, it's downstairs. Yes. Is it cause the horse can't walk downstairs? <laughs> can they I think they can walk downstairs. I know cows can't. Cows cannot walk downstairs. So I was they thinking, can only go I, up. I thought it was because of the hooves thing. That's why. Oh, I, maybe you're right. They, I don't think they can. I think I've seen a movie where a horse is running downstairs. Oh, the, the video games you can run downstairs. So I'm going to take the video games thing that you can. Yeah, run I think it didn't. Yeah, because yeah, why? Why? Yeah. But I, I thought that would have been funny. If, if they're like, was, oh, your new, class, your new class is downstairs, and I'm like, is it because he can't walk downstairs <laughs> if he gets upstairs? But Trelawney was a better divinations teacher because at least she made predictions half-heartedly they came true you know what i mean where the centaur is like eh, you could be right you could be wrong it's people read things wrong this is kind of a bullshit class so then the other thing i see is they, they harry has that dream not that dream he has that he when they're doing acclimacy and he sees into snape oh, so snape is totally like yeah so let's talk about the because snape is totally the goth kid of this clearly snape was like the goth kid of the school what were your thoughts on what James was like through Snape's eyes? But that's all that he remembers is he remembers shitty things about somebody. Just like Dumbledore's memories, that's how it happened, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Like it's not shining through like the rose tinted glasses that Harry has of his father, where he thinks like everything's great because Harry himself is like taken back and goes, "Shit, my dad was a dick," and like he's kind of out of it. Which, at that point, it was like, if your father is the reason why you had the Patronus charm, like, would your Patronus charm then, like, 
lesson. Well, he mentions like using another memory to push the Patronus charm, but like, but wouldn't it? Would but wouldn't it lessen it because like his father was the reason why he had. Unless oh, his Patronus charm is serious still, it would, it would be serious at that point. Quick side note: now that we're here, the movie has no Quidditch at all. You see, Ron? No, don't you dressed no. up? They don't do the prefix storyline, and they don't do the Quidditch storyline. Dude, that sucks too. I was really happy for Ron getting prefix to not even mention it in the movie. But they're I know, but then they're watching the the Quidditch match, right? Hermione uh-huh. and Harry are. Oh, and yeah. they leave, and Harry's like, "Hey, I need to see. I need you guys to come with me real quick." Yeah. Here's what I don't get: where Weasley is king. Yeah, where Weasley is is our king. Yes. Yeah. But here's what I don't get: is so they are watching the game. Hagrid goes, "Hey, I need you. I need you guys to come with me." Doral, Harry Potter's like at the top of Humbridge's fucking list for many reasons. On top of the shit that he's doing at school and. The shit that they think he's pulling through the ministry. He leaves the game that everybody's watching, and she doesn't have anybody to go follow him. Well, at the same time, Umbridge is convinced something's going to happen at the yeah. At the but if game. but if the person who's going to do that thing, and I but think Slytherin, weren't they playing can, Slytherin then? Because if that's the case, that's why no one's. But gone. even if they're playing Slytherin, there's going to be something. There's going to be one person that's not on that fucking team that's there. Yeah, but then again, you're also asking kids to monitor other kids. When that's everyone, what they're fucking doing but, as it is. But when everyone loves Quidditch, it's just a no, point but, thing. Utah, get me too. Like they're too busy focusing on like what's going not on. Even that, that they don't see the no, big robbery going on. No, not even that. Do you like that reference at me? Oh, listen, she can't send one person to go fucking follow him no. into the dark woods, which. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, again. Is it, is it ending in the dark? This is what the again? second time they've gone to the dark oh, woods. Oh no, like uh, fourth, <laughs> four out of five. <laughs> I know Meatloaf says two out of three ain't bad, but four out of five, give it a fucking rest. <laughs> Basically, it's like a high school football game. Everybody's too busy hanging out outside to give two shits about what's going on. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I I have no problem with that scene. So this is the first time. Uh, aside from that quick trip with uh, Arthur to the Ministry, like, what'd you think of like the Ministry um, of Magic? Because this is the first time you, you actually it. see the ma- the Ministry itself, and you see everything that happens in the Ministry, like the the secret areas of the Ministry. They set up these really great scenes in the book. Oh, we're gonna give you half that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the whole part with the brains that would have been great to see. Like. Yeah. Fucking do so. You're, you're gonna write it weird in the book. Write it weird in the movie. Yeah. These are the moments that people like in the book. You know, time scene was freaky. I didn't want to see that. Yeah, but fucking do it. Head getting stuck in the globe and then it's shrinking yeah. from adult to baby, adult to baby, yeah, and it comes fucking... out as a baby. Why not do that? That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. You watch these fucking crazy ass movies as you know, as you get in your teens, like you know, zombie flicks. You know, you watch Evil Dead for the first time. You know, you're you're Freddy Kruegers and all this crazy shit happens. You can do that on a smaller level for kids. I mean, it's weird. But it's not grotesque, you know? It's not like heads blowing up in scanners. It's not fucking David Lynch shit. It's just... It's just fucking weird. Do they do it? You know what movie was interesting that you should give a watch to? What's that? Is The House with the Clocks in the Walls. Jack it's, Black, right? Yeah. I'd be like surprised when I tell you who directed the movie. Eli Roth. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is there blood in this? There's not. Oh. But there's a weird slime part that's a very much an equivalent Eli oh, Roth, God. like he would be throwing blood on somebody. Okay. There's equivalents, like stuff that he does in his horror flicks uh-huh. that he does in this movie. That's for kids. Okay. It's a kid's movie. It's not a bad movie. It's fun. Yeah, you never told me. Like, what, what are your opinions on 
Harry's viewpoints on like Snape's memories. If anybody you you know you like, if they've done kind of weird, shady things in general, you know you're gonna have that, and I think that's all that is. You know, he didn't really have much to his family, so it's the first time he's ever processing anything like that. He's used to family doing shitty things. You know, he he only hears good things about his parents, and then he sees this fucking thing where his dad's like, you might as well taped fucking saved butthole shut or something because <laughs> like that's a that's essentially what he was doing because he was about to pants him in the movie that he hang him upside down and then yeah and then you're figuring out how are they ever gonna get together and then yeah. like but even snape at that moment he talks shit on lily telling her that she's a yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. too yeah so it's like snape's not like all innocent and all no, this no, too. No, no, like, no, no, being a dick too everybody's being a dick the, the veil. Yeah, it goes on his face, and they don't even. No, the 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 archway. Oh yeah. When you see it, you're like, okay, cool, whatever the fuck this is, and then you get Luna who can hear the voices, you get Harry who hears the voices, and they're all drawn to it because they're all hearing their own loved ones calling them inside to pull them over to the other side. Yeah. Like, dude, like, what the fuck? And then you get that whole like Death Eaters fight scene, which is, was super epic. They, I thought it was okay in the movie. Cut out a lot of the stuff where it's yeah. just... Seeing Beatrice Lestrange in the movie was dope. I thought she looked amazing. Well, and that's... Here's my thing is that... She always has that weird, like, kooky... Yeah, well, it. it's kind of like the crazy cat lady. You know, like, who's like, who's like, I'm gonna fucking stab you. <laughs> yeah. And I can fucking kill you. You got Harry running to the ministry because he's afraid that his uncle's being tortured. And he tells Snape, like, fuck, like... Padfoot's in danger, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then, like, they like race to get there, get the Thestrials, and they ride them across, which is a pretty cool scene. I kind of wish they showed it. Everyone's running rampant. The Death Eaters are there to get there. The fucking prophecy's there. Yes. And they, the whole thing was to get Harry into that room to pull the prophecy off because no one could touch it except for Harry. Yeah. If you touch it and you're not the person it's referring to, you'll just go mad. The prophecy itself has been amended. Like, you'll see it, like, well, they mentioned it. Like, it's been changed. But the only person that could get it at this point, everyone's aware of, is just Harry. Then, like, you get the whole, the breaking of the prophecy where, like, it's shattered on the ground. And then, like, during this whole fight scene, no one hears the fucking, like, words being said. So you're like, like, you know, like, you're thinking, oh, shit, like, we're all shit out of luck now. No one's gonna know this prophecy. You get... Beatrice, who's going fucking mental because you, you have Voldemort, or you, Harry tells her that like she fucking ruined Voldemort's plan and then she's all pissed off. Yeah. Like, whatever. And this is post Sirius' death. Yeah, killing Sirius. He just fell over and he's just gone. Reading that, I like the first time, I didn't know what was going on. Like yeah. I was like, what, he fell over? Okay, he's somewhere else. He got teleported or whatever, like a porky. It took me a long time to, like, comprehend the fact that oh shit he's dead because even at the end of the book i wasn't really sure that he was gone i'm happy that they are kind of like they're not just keeping everybody alive but they're kind of killing people off yeah because it, it ups the stakes a bit you know what yeah. i mean then you got dumbledore explaining the prophecy itself he was born from thrice defeated at the dead of july july so the other person it could have been was neville longbottom Neville Longbottom doesn't bother me. I'm okay with Neville. Okay. But you told me, when I was telling you all the shit that I kept saying about why I do this for Harry, like why Harry shouldn't be friends with anybody, you're like, oh, well, you're just making him out to be Neville Longbottom. That's what you told me. Oh, uh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> but shit's not happening to Neville Longbottom still. Okay. He, shit's, shit's happening to him now because he's like, I'm going to go I'm along for the ride, guys. Right. There was an amendment to the prophecy. 
none shall live of one survives. Which is like a weird, like... I, I get it. And it's a weird thing to tell a 15-year-old. Like, yeah. Like, um, one of you is going to fucking die. Otherwise, you're just going to keep going. That or... Um, yeah, you're going to have to murder him. It was such a great scene where uh, they're in the hospital for Arthur. Mm-hmm. And then they see Gilderoy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And then that whole Neville scene with his, like, grandmother where he's embarrassed. And he, you can see he's embarrassed. He doesn't want to be... Then you see the fact that you already know from the previous one that Voldemort tortured his parents. Or Beatrice Lestrange yeah. who tortured her parents. Yeah, yeah. The Cruciatus curse. Yeah. And then that's why they lost their minds. But he talk, he tells Harry that in the last book. Really sad moment. It all makes sense and like all of it's kind of real. And then like they're all excited about like... I think uh, Neville's mom gives him like that wrapper. Yeah. And he keeps it. And, like it's, I thought that was a really quick, quiet, cute scene. Uh, Fred and George show up in their dragon skin suits. Ooh, yeah. Right? So here's my, here's, here's something I'm a little upset about. Hermione's all about helping, helping Alice out. But she has nothing for the killing of dragons for their skins, just so they can be used for suits. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not a vegetarian. She's not a vegetarian, but she's, but she's eating, like, chicken and stuff like that. So, like, I think, give enough time, Hermione would be a vegan or whatever the vegan equivalent. What, like, what the fuck vegan can you be in the wizarding world, though? You know what? She would never be a, a, a vegan. Because you can't be a vegan and be a wizard or a witch. Like, Why is that? Why do you feel like that? Because, like, the wands themselves are harnessed by magical creatures. Mm-hmm. You got the unicorn hair inside the wand. You got the dragon string hearts inside the wand. But you could. You have if, the there, phoenix could, feather inside why, the wand. But why couldn't you? Well, because no, no, no. But why, you know, why couldn't you live? In the, you could live in the wizarding world. You just wouldn't be a wizard. Yeah, you. you yeah, you wouldn't be Hagrid, able to go. Hagrid lives in the wizarding world, but he's not a wizard. So you'd have to make that choice. Rather than being forced, like Hagrid wasn't forced, you just make that choice. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to do magic. So at that point, like you could. Hagrid, yeah. but Hagrid doesn't do magic. So you might as well just be a squib then. You can't do anything. Do you think that's why Miss Fig is a squib? You know what squibs are, right? It's it's born of a magic family and can't uh, do magic. Kind of going off movie stuff now because I'm kind of just kind of. Yeah, book wise, book wise, we. Oh, book wise, overall, what do you think, really quick? Um, I like the book. Okay, it was. Uh, like it wasn't. The book was to me. It was like it was weird because I didn't get any answers. I got more questions, and it was very like tell me Sirius he, is he, dead. He, Don't like you know. Was, he's like, dead. You knew he was dead. He just fell over to the other side, and that was the end of it. And then like I felt bad because like Luna was like, uh, I heard the voices of like she meant yeah. kind of mentioned that. Allude to her family, her mom and dad. Her mom. Or her mom calling her to the other side of the veil. And I'm yeah. like, dude, how fucking creepy that veil is just, like, drawing people in. That's why it's locked at the bottom of the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Because, like, to keep people away from, like, dying. I pictured Luna as more of a, of a bit of a goth. Okay. When I was reading the book. You know what? And then, I, I, as like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't look at who's playing who. This is, like, the one, the one book series I've really done this, where I don't look at who's playing who. In the in the movies, in the movies, because usually I do that. Like yeah, most yeah. of the stuff I do, I usually do that. But I'm not. I'm not doing that here. They moved like the whole Luna scene at the end, where she's like, "Oh, I've lost things," and uh-huh. yeah, I felt bad for her too at the end, where she's like, "He lost her shit," and like they're like hiding that everybody steals her shit because they're picking on her, but she doesn't take. She doesn't see it that way. They're kind of like really abusive with her, like throughout the whole thing. But she's like kind of stands her own. I feel like Dolores Umbridge's quill that she made Harry use, the, the special one, uh-huh. looked like the one that the Joker stopped the, stabbed the mob boss with uh, in uh, Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He yeah. wrote it in his own blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
and just stabs her with it. Oh, I wonder if the whoever designed. I wouldn't that be surprised with, with because it's it. both Warners. When when you see Harry going for his his review at the beginning of the book, it reminded me of the Spanish Inquisition for Monty Python because they're all dressed in red. Oh yeah, yeah. and so that's why I wrote. Nobody expects the Inquisition. <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, what Harry's gonna do outside of school, yeah, career wise? That he's really good at defense against the dark dark arts. They mentioned in the beginning of the book, you know, they, they mentioned, like, in the Inquisition that uh, Harry could produce a Patronus charm. Um, at the end of the book, Mad-Eye uh-huh. and Tonks, Lupin, yeah. are all, go up to Dursley and they're like, hey, quit fucking with Harry. Yeah. And Mad-Eye's like, he, where he's like, oh, is that a threat? Mad-Eye's like, yeah, it's a fucking threat, you idiot. <laughs> like, he's just like, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, no, fuck these wizards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat their ass up. <laughs> And to me, it was... Like, that's what kind of bothers me, is that things are uneven. I don't feel like the characters are the same. I feel like I feel like she keeps the laws for the world, and I get that characters are supposed to change. I think they change too fast. Well, we skipped a fucking very important scene. Like, huh. what do you think of the Bogart scene with Mrs. Weasley? Those are just... It's, Bogarts are just nightmares, I, I figured out. No, but like the fact that like she's worried about her kids dying because of the whole Order of the Phoenix... And then there's a Bogart upstairs, and then Mad Eye sees like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, it's a Bogart in there. Do you want me to get it out? She goes, no, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. And it's like it's Arthur dead. It's like um, Jenny dead. It's, it's everybody, everybody dead. and Harry dead. And then it's like a weird like thing where Harry walks in and yeah, sees Ron dead, and it's like Mrs. Weasley is just like crouched down, like broken down in but tears. But it's clearly like it's nightmares. Yeah, all that's all Bogart is supposed to be. It's yeah, just the worst fears just projected at you. Yeah, Percy. Who just snubs his whole family? Clearly, uh, the Weasleys are the Heaton family, and Percy is the less charming Alex P. Keaton. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like that analogy. I like it. Yeah. That works really well. I like the fact that now Cornelius sees that he's back. It's mm-hmm. fucking red alert at this point. This The fight with Dumbledore in the book I thought was weak. Like that, they break that statue and they, but it's they use a statue. To... Like how they use a statue of the wizard to protect. Or in the scheme of a story, that's not supposed to be the big battle yet. That's just supposed to be kind of a squirmish. Yeah, that's they're supposed they... to show like how powerful both of them are, and yeah. that's all visual and theatrical, but it has nothing to do with the story. But I thought that no, battle scene was in way general, better. Like if you're Especially if you're mapping like, out a story, when Voldemort like holds his wand to his mouth and he does his hand and like, he throws that fire snake up in the air. Yeah, and like Dumbledore doesn't know what to do, so he just like. Smack around it. Okay. <laughs> Spell to like smack it against the ceiling. Like I thought it was pretty cool. You get Harry's possession. I think they did a better job in the movie with the possession. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Kind of explaining what's going on than rather the book. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty good. And then like the fact that you realize that this is the only book where Harry wasn't himself. Rereading this book now, like as an adult, I keep seeing it as, as a- like Sabrina. The, the new Sabrina show? The new Sabrina show. Okay. Because I'm seeing, I'm picturing all these things way darker. I you know what I mean? That's why I always picture, like I told you, I picture everything way, way darker than it needs to be. Yeah, because like I'm picturing... That's why I probably was like, oh, Luna's the fucking goth girl. The possession in that Sabrina show on Netflix, it's the same... Oh, the one with the, the fucking... Yeah, that the, demon that's Oh, that was creepy. That was creepy. That was done well. And that's what... That's how I'm picturing this book now. And even though I've seen the movie, I know how it is. Like, I, this is how I'm picturing it now, reading it, because that's that's the level of, like... If they ever redo these shows, they'll make it closer to that. Oh, I hope so, because that would be... I, I, I feel like if they ever... Like I said, if they ever redo these, 
They need to make him a TV show and just I, do there's every... There's been talks about it being redone. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll happen in the next 10 to 15 years. I think if it's going to do anything, they'll probably just make it TV shows rather than... Like... No, something that's what they need to do. They need to do it on like an HBO. They, I mean, Warner Brothers owns HBO already as it is. Oh, there you go. They need to do it on HBO and just not cut anything. Like... They can make, yeah, I could, for sure, because they could do one book per season, and um, that'll be That's amazing. what I'm saying, do a book per, per season. Like, I'm going to throw it out there. This is, that's what I think they should do with Sandman. Don't change a fucking thing. The Sandman story itself is a perfect story. Yeah. Where do you think the story's going? The shitter. Um. <laughs> wow. There's two more books left. And Stuff has to start wrapping up. That's what I'm saying, I know. I was talking to somebody about the, the two Fantastic Beast movies. Uh-huh. I was laughing about how people got upset at the last movie. Because they're like, oh, it's just a bunch of setup, And I'm all, did you not read the first three fucking books of this series? Those first three fucking books. The first two in general, the third one sets up some things. Uh-huh. But the first two books are just fucking set up. Yeah. That's I, all that is. I had no idea that the new movies, the uh-huh. Fantastic Beast, was going to be like a five-part story. Yeah. To me, I thought it was just like, oh, this is the one movie we're getting. Um, yeah, well, you can tell me. Where do you think the story's going? I just told you, in the shitter. <laughs> so next week, we are going to read the book by David Benioff called City of Thieves. Jimmy, what do you think this book's about? Uh, police and thieves in the street. Oh, yeah? I have no idea. So maybe pickpocketers in New York? Oh, that'd be a dope story. Is that what this is? No. There's a bunch of thieves, thieving children. Ooh, is that what this is? Oh, is this about gypsies? Thieving children, like in Oliver Twist? Oh, yeah, they already did that, didn't they? <laughs> A little bit. Uh, is it that? It is not that. Okay. Give me give me something. I need to it's know. It's a World War II book. Wow, World War II. And Russia. Oh, shit, dude. I don't know anything about World War II in Russia, except, like, a bunch of Russians died. That's, yeah, that's what happened. And your confusion. <laughs> dude, uh, fuck, dude, that's heavy. Okay, I'm excited. All right, and we'll hold that excitement <laughs> until next episode.